0: Welcome to the Engaged Midwife Podcast. This is Kara. And I'm Missy. And on this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about doctoral degrees. Oh, please, let's. Yeah. So we get lots of questions about why we chose the degree that we did. And I have a PhD. And I have a DNP. And why did we choose those degrees? So Missy, tell us a little bit about your educational background. Like what got you to the point to even enter a doctoral degree?
1: Okay. So I was not a first-degree nurse, and if you know what I mean by I didn't go to college when I was 18 to be a nurse. So I went to nursing school as an accelerated student right when that was really becoming a trend. So I did what they called the grad entry program at The Ohio State University and did that accelerated nursing program when I was probably like 23 or 24, And so I felt a little already behind the eight ball, but knew I wanted to go into advanced practice. So um, I started the midwifery program and the master's program at Vanderbilt in 2004 and finished in 2005. And the day I graduated, I looked at my program director, thank you, Mavis, and said, I am never coming back here. I'm not getting any more degrees. I'm not getting a doctoral degree. I'm going to practice. I love you. Thank you for my degree. Goodbye. And... Um then circumstance would have two years later, three years later in 2008, I landed back at Vanderbilt. Um, knowing that I wanted to do more than what I was doing as a master's prepared clinician as well as a master's prepared educator. So really the impetus for me came from, I was in academic nursing as well as in clinical practice at the time. And I knew I wasn't gonna make any progress in my academic career if I didn't get a doctoral degree. So for me, I'm sure much like you, I had to decide, do I want to get a PhD? Do I want to get an EDD? Like what is on the horizon? And Vanderbilt, serendipitously, had just sent me an email outlining their first cohort of the DNP that was supposed to start that fall. And I thought, well, what the heck? Like, I'll apply. It's all about evidence-based practice and quality improvement. And maybe this is just the right niche for me in terms of a doctoral program. And so that's kind of how I ended up with my DNP. And um, and I haven't really looked back because it's been such a great... Um, it was such great preparation for me in what i'm doing right now and we can talk more about that but why did you get a phd
0: yeah i mean i think similarly so i i was that 18 year old that went right into a nursing degree and got my bsn and went and worked in labor and delivery and then after a couple of years thought you know, I don't want to be a staff nurse forever. I was really good at it. I loved nursing, but wanted to go back. And so I actually started into an NP program, a women's health NP program, and then found midwifery students and knew they were my people. And so got my master's at the University of Kansas in 2004 and went into clinical practice like you did. I, I didn't go to education as soon, but was in clinical practice. And then after a few years, Did start thinking about becoming an educator. And so I taught for a year at a local college, actually with their WHMP program and undergraduate nursing, and then had the opportunity to go back to the University of Kansas as the program director. And at the time, we knew that our program was going to transition to DNP. We weren't going to have the master's preparation any longer. And so I knew when I took that job that I was going to need a doctoral degree, and it was absolutely assumed I would do the DNP because, you know it was going to be a little bit faster to finish the DNP because I had my master's and the PhD was just going to take a little bit longer but I fell in love with academia and as I really started to think about what was the right fit for me at the time working at a research intensive university and with the other leaders in the university and the degrees that they had I I thought at the time the PhD was the right fit for me. And so I actually did apply and start in the PhD program right after I took the program director position. Um, And I would have never thought of myself as a researcher, but I'm so proud of the degree that I did get. And I think it is a really good fit for what I'm doing, although... I certainly sometimes wish I would have done the DNP as well because I just think that the skill set is different and and what you can do is so different. And I I really like being a clinician and the evidence-based practice focus of the DNP, but I'm also really proud of the research skills that I gained in my PhD. So talk a little bit about
1: your your PhD and your dissertation and, and what you learned in that program.
0: You know, I think one of the big things about a PhD is that focus on original research and creating new knowledge versus, you know, oftentimes I think of the DNP as a practice doctorate being really focused on research utilization and getting change, um, improved care faster. Um, but with the with the PhD, I had a lot of courses in statistics um, more courses in statistics than I could have ever imagined, lots of research methods, whether that was quantitative or qualitative, measurement, um, how to design tools um, to get data and to ask the right questions, and also some education courses, obviously. And then with my minor in my PhD, it was in health professions education, nursing education, And my dissertation was looking at the interprofessional education competencies and how we design educational experiences for different levels of learners. So whether that's looking at beginning, intermediate, or advanced health professions learners and which competencies would fit best with those different types of learners and utilized the Delphi method, lots of geeky, researchy stuff, um, but But really focused on education.
1: And it also really played into then the role you were really preparing yourself for.
0: Exactly. And, And throughout my program, I was using course assignments to actually make changes in the curriculum of our Nurse Midwifery Program and really try out some of the things that I wanted to do in our program in course assignments and then apply them later. So it was a really good fit for me. Right. And so you know, you chose the DNP and I think it's a perfect fit for you. I absolutely
1: agree. I wasn't sure what was going to happen when I started my DNP. Actually, I was, um, I was sort of pushed towards a doctoral degree, not just because of my academic position, but because I couldn't have a baby and I was going through infertility and I was just like, I need something to focus on outside of this whole infertility journey
0: that's something really big to focus on
1: (laughs) and so it's funny i got admitted and was getting ready to start the dnp in august and found out i was pregnant with an ivf baby in july and then the question was like are you still going to do this and be pregnant and i was like well i'm already in it so i might as well but for me the dnp was really such an eye-opening experience of like what in clinical practice makes you crazy And I remember Dr. Donna MacArthur, she was the program director at Vanderbilt when I started my program, saying to that to us in the first few weeks of class, what about what you do every day do you think needs to be changed? What's the big question? What thing do you think like, gosh, we just aren't doing the right thing? And so it really made me start thinking about a lot of topics in clinical practice. And one of my questions was really like, why do patients come in for a postpartum exam and tell us how terrible their induction was or how bad their experience of their induction was? And I really started to think about, like, how many people are we inducing? Why are we inducing them? Do they know why they're being induced? Why are they so dissatisfied? And for me, it came down to, throughout this process of this doctoral degree, was are we really consenting our patients using informed methods. So did the provider sit down with a patient and say, this is how we're going to do your induction, and this is how long it could potentially take, and these are the risks and the benefits, versus, hey, you're being induced to sign this paper. And so for me, it's always been about... What's the thing that we can do that we can draw from the evidence to really put things in place clinically? And so the idea of then making sure that providers understand all of the components of informed consent and that they're getting done every single time you admit somebody. Mm -hmm. So you're right, it was such a nice fit for me because while I have a ton of respect for my PhD colleagues, I really am more focused um, both clinically and in academia, on uh, you know, the patient experience. How do we improve outcomes? How do we decrease cost? How do we improve satisfaction both from the provider and the patient standpoint?
0: Yeah, because all of those things that you just talked about related to inductions and informed consent and the experience can be applied to any clinical topic because you learn you you, pick, you developed those skills in your DNP right and i think
1: the idea of understanding clinical practice guidelines and how we take original research and then apply them in clinical situations is really important and um, i've gone on to direct a dnp program for several years at a research one university and Um, I felt really good about partnering DNPs and PhDs and working collaboratively on projects that really see their way all the way through from the publication of original research to the implementation science that
0: goes along with that by the DNP. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a really important point that some of this is overlap. So in our program at the University of Kansas, there's overlap between our PhD nursing courses and our DNP in that they take theory and everyone takes leadership courses together and implementation science courses together and there's several different places where there's that really good overlap because it's going to take teams of us as PhDs and DNP's to really make profound change in midwifery and nursing.
1: Yeah, and I want to be really clear too that these aren't the only two terminal degrees that there are.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, definitely there's, you know, education degrees, there's now the doctorate in midwifery. Um, that's, you know, available very limited places that you can get that, but definitely different clinical doctorates.
1: And one of the older degrees is the nursing doctorate, which has been around for a long time, but again, not that widely available. So all of those preparations, you know, all of those doctoral preparations really do feed into the whole realm of how do we do things differently and how do we, you know, achieve the highest quality of whatever it is that
0: we're trying to change yeah i think one of the important things missy i know you and i have talked about this before is titling and so certainly when we're in academia we're referred to often as dr stack and dr Booz and and that is the appropriate respect and appreciation for our terminal degrees
1: right right and then the question becomes like how do you explain that to your patients? exactly you're an advanced practice nurse or a nurse midwife and you have a doctorate what does that mean
0: I think it's a really good question, and and certainly I oftentimes introduce myself to patients as Kara. I do that with my students as well, but when people call me Dr. Boozenhart or they ask about my doctorate or I I heard someone say Dr. Boozenhart, I really always make it very clear to them that I'm a nurse midwife, and I'm an advanced practice nurse, I just happen to have this doctorate degree. There's different types of degrees that midwives can have. And make it really clear to them that I'm not a physician. Right, and that our physician colleagues don't own that word, doctor. Exactly, exactly. The MD and the DNP are both clinical doctorates.
1: As well as the JD. So lawyers have a doctorate in clinical... Or in a specialty practice exactly much like a DDS or a DMD those are all practice degrees they still call themselves
0: doctors our PharmD friends our DPT friends all of those different professions have a terminal or um, doctoral education
1: in their field absolutely so I guess the takeaway message from us is hey it's it's really easy to just be like yes I'm a nurse midwife and I have a doctoral degree so in the technicality is, yes, I am Dr. Stack or Dr. Boosenhart. Absolutely. So I think, you know, there are a lot of midwifery programs that are moving towards doctoral degrees. Um, Should we talk for just a couple of minutes, maybe about the advantages of going to a BS to DNP program or what it looks like for people who are in master's programs?
0: Sure. I think it's, you know, obviously I mentioned that I teach at a program where our entry to practice is DNP. We have a BS to DNP for our traditional midwifery program we do have a post-grad certificate and then obviously we have the master's to dmp for people that did have master's preparation ahead of time but i think one of the major benefits is just completing the program more quickly and then if you complete that doctoral degree as your entry to practice you just have more of your career to make those profound changes and improvements in practice that you were talking about earlier
1: yeah But I also, as a person who ran a doctoral program for a while, I think it's really important to understand that I really personally don't believe that everybody needs a doctoral degree. Oh, I agree. I think that there are certainly people who want to get a master's degree and go out and practice for the next 40 years of their career and be perfectly happy in that role um, as an expert clinician without getting a
0: doctoral degree. And we have a significant amount of research and evidence that says that midwives with master's preparation have really good outcomes. Absolutely.
1: So I think the key message in that is like not to feel inadequate or stressed because you don't have a doctoral degree or you're not enrolled in a doctoral program. Certainly there are places for all kinds of midwives with all kinds of different preparations, you know, nationwide.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But if you could be in a doctoral program and it's the right timing for you and, you know, maybe with your family planning needs or that sort of thing, maybe a doctoral degree would be the right thing to do. And Kara and I will both tell you that if you plan on going
1: into an academic setting and you plan on teaching at any point, that has become increasingly important. I think 20 years ago, it wasn't as important for people to have doctoral degrees unless they were going to be tenure track researchers. But now we're seeing more and more schools who will only hire doctorally prepared faculty members just for obvious reasons in
0: terms of, you know, having a terminal degree. Yeah, I agree with you. So tell, maybe just a little bit here about the postmaster's masters DNP. I know you've, you know, taught in DNP programs for a while now. Why would someone think about going back to get their DNP after they've been clinically active with their master's preparation?
1: Well, I think we started this conversation with Missy saying, right, me going, oh, yeah, I never wanted to get a doctoral degree. Um, but I think it's sort of that, that burn inside of you where you think like, gosh, there's got to be something more, there's got to be a different way. It's the person who's, you know, continuously asking questions, but yet doesn't, quite have all of the knowledge that they need to answer them effectively nor the skill set i guess yeah so what i think about post masters doctoral degrees and you know that's the program that i ran for a very long time until we started our bs to dnp was you know these were clinicians that really were like i need more i need statistics that are, I need applied statistics. I need to understand epidemiology. I need to understand what quality improvement and EVP look like. I need to work through a clinically-based project so that I can replicate that later in my career. And so I think it's that that just idea that there's something else. And so um, also, I feel like nursing is just at a pivotal place where we can be really influential in our systems, whether that's in our practice system in our hospital system whatever that ecosystem looks like but nurses are so um, poised to be able to be influential in that situation and having the knowledge of a post master's degree in something like evidence-based practice quality improvement and patient safety actually gives us that push to say like oh, there, we absolutely can develop protocols and quality improvement projects and we can be uh, thought leaders for our organizations. And I think if that's how you're feeling or if you're noticing places in your organization where you're like, gosh, a nurse could do something amazing in that role or the nurse is the end user, so why wouldn't we be talking to them? I think that there are so many opportunities that would allow those then doctorally prepared nurses to be big change agents.
0: I agree. And I think, you know, both you and I are huge fans of nursing and fans of being a nurse and of each other, like totally cheerleading that both types of degrees that we've talked about today with the PhD and the DNP, how both are so important for the future and how we can work together so well. And they are different, but they're both really vitally important to the future. Yeah,
1: I remember when I was going to school to get my DNP, somebody saying to me, well, why don't you just get a PhD? And I thought, like, that's not my jam. That's not how I want to spend the next several years of my life. And that's not what really, like, lights a fire inside of me. But I have so much respect for the people who have done that. And the next comment was, well, isn't that just an inferior degree? And I said, no. no. Yeah, no. It's just not meant – It's people are meant to do different things. And um, so I have always been really proud of my DNP degree. Um, And yet again, a huge cheerleader of my friends. I've just been reading some recent social media posts about some amazing original researches that's coming out from my PhD colleagues. Mm -hmm. But then again, seeing a ton of really good translational evidence that's coming out from our DNP colleagues. Um, So I think my best advice coming out of this is like, find your opposite degree bestie and stick with that person because you will complement each other and shout out to Megan and Kara because we do collaborate on a lot of writing and a lot of projects and the knowledge that comes from the PhD and that original research take and then the DNP with that translation and evidence-based practice mindset. It really does put together a really robust and
0: rich um, environment for practice. Yeah. And I think my biggest takeaway from this conversation is to follow your passion. And that's exactly what you said as well, of find that thing that's going to light your fire and then go for it. And, you know, don't let anyone get in your way and don't let anyone talk you out of it. Um, because both can be really great options.
1: Yeah. So it's been a great episode talking about, so what you have a doctorate and we look forward to our next episode. So thanks so much. Yeah. Take care.